Hey, back here with Megan Henry, uh, education reporter from the Columbus Dispatch. Megan, how's it going? It's going well, Chris. How are you? Fantastic. Hey, um, you were saying a story that you co-wrote with Max Philby, um, talking about how December was a good month. There's a lot of Columbus area kids that were infected with COVID. Um, I guess we are seeing right now the effect of that as these kids are coming back from a Christmas vacation. Uh, what'd you find out about the story? Yeah, Chris. Yeah. So the Omicron variant is kind of wreaking havoc all over the place. Case COVID cases are spiking for, um, adults and also children, uh, which is something we haven't necessarily seen that much throughout the pandemic. But in December, Max discovered that more than 50,000 Ohio children tested positive for coronavirus in December. And, uh, in early January, Schools came back from winter break, and that meant a lot of work for schools to figure out what to do with this Omicron variant. Are they going to be remote learning? Um, is there enough staff in place um, for in-person classes? And also, this meant a lot of work for the school nurses, because uh, basically the school nurses had to end up documenting uh, all these positive COVID cases. And so uh, if the students themselves had COVID or if someone in their family tested positive and they you know, were quarantining or exposed, the school nurses uh, the first week back were basically documenting all these COVID cases. And also with this Omicron variant, a lot of people, like I said, uh, have been, been infected with COVID. And so that means that there just have been staffing shortages uh, for teachers and there's not enough substitutes for some of these districts uh, or busing is an issue transportation and just actually getting the students, you know, like get the students to and from school has been an issue. And so it's had to make some schools pivot to some individual schools that is pivot to remote learning Columbus city schools. The first week back last week had um, several schools remote. And then on Friday, they actually just canceled classes in person uh, and remote. There was no classes at all in person or remote classes. And there were a handful of individual schools in Westerville and Reynoldsburg last week that uh, had to switch to remote learning just for staffing issues as well. So yeah, this is really making um, a lot of work for, for schools. They're kind of scrambling, taking it day by day. And uh, yes, just causing this, this Omicron variant in, in children as well as just making a, making it hard for everyone. This issue has gotten very political, obviously. Um, but it sounds like no matter what side of the political aisle people lay on, they, you know, people want kids to be in school, like, you know, doing all remote learning seems to be like something that no one's really interested in. But is there like a has there been a scenario on how to make this work? I mean, if more kids are getting sick, obviously you can't keep the kids who are sick in the school. And is it really helpful if a couple of kids are out with COVID and they're trying to learn remote while other kids are in school. I, I mean, it sounds like they haven't really found that answer for how to make this work, how to move forward in in the state that we're in. Yeah, Chris, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. I think they're just trying to kind of figure out, uh, you know, how to best serve the students who are out with COVID or maybe they've been exposed, so they're quarantining. I'm starting to look into actually um, with some other reporters around Ohio, the chronic absent rates of students last year and just uh, – how schools uh, were able to address that last year and how they are addressing that this year. Uh, I'm sure COVID plays a large part into that. Um, but it seems from districts I've talked to, and it's something I'm still looking into more for a story that I'm hoping to, to write this week is it seems that districts are, when it comes to having schools go remote, 
they're really focusing on less about the number of students with COVID and who are out because of COVID or just out in general, but more so with the staff and are there going to be enough resources, um, you know, enough teachers, enough staff personnel to actually have in-person school. But I mean, it, if we do see this huge, continue to see a huge spike in COVID cases and students and children, then they, that might be more of a factor at play here. But right now it's mostly just uh, staffing issues is the main thing they're looking at. So it sounds like, I mean, we're in January, January, February, March, obviously it's the heavy part of winter. I guess it sound, depends on how bad winter gets, right? To figure out how bad COVID's going to get. Definitely. Yeah. And something that Max and I discovered through reporting on the story together was that, you know, it's 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 winter. And so there, there's flu, there's colds going around. People are just inside, you know, more this time of year. And so in addition to COVID, there's just a lot of other seasonal stuff going around. So, you know, someone, someone might be out, a teacher might be out sick and it might not be COVID, but it could be, you know, a cold or a flu and they don't want to, you know, they want to stay at home and not the right. others sick with it too. And so it's just a whole conundrum. It's a whole mix of just different illnesses going around. You can't win. <laughs> it makes it hard. So, all right. Well, as always, Megan, thanks for your time. Uh, check out the Columbus Dispatch. Obviously, subscribe via print or subscribe digitally. If you go up to your right-hand corner of dispatch.com, it gives you the option to click on lots of great deals there. As always, Megan, uh, thanks again. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks, Chris.